As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Come explore the magic of Disney, the adventures of Universal Studios, and cruise the high seas. This is Explore the Mouse. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. And here are your hosts, Eric and Casey. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Explore the Mouse Podcast, Theme Park Thursdays. Um, Theme Park Thursdays is where we talk about everything outside of Disney, including Universal, Busch Gardens, and more. Um, Today, we are staying at Universal Studios. Um, I know we will venture away from Universal a little bit as well, Um, but there's a lot of stuff at Universal that's going on. Um, a lot of stuff that I just want to talk about um, because Universal is kind of slowly becoming uh, a place that I like a lot. Uh, it's growing on me. When I first started going to Universal, I had to admit I was so stuck in the Disney bubble that I didn't really think about like how good Universal really is. Um, and when I really kind of stood back and looked at it, Yes, Disney in a sense, like, you know, food-wise and stuff like that, they got them beat. But if you're a thrill-seeker, Universal is where it's at. Really, it truly, really is. Because their roller coasters, their rides they have are just incredible. Um, it's, it's just top-notch, which leads us into our topic for today, which is top five thrill rides at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. So I'm not leaving that out as well. Um, so I have three of them that are over in Hollywood, or in Universal Studios and then two that are over in Islands of Adventure. So um, I just want to talk about them, reveal what my top five are, uh, and give you a little bit of a snippet of it if you've never been there um, or you've never ridden these rides. Just want to give you a little fun snippet of it. Um, but let's talk about some quick news. Halloween Horror Nights is quickly upon us. And when I mean quickly, I'm talking about in just a few days. Um, We are officially, today, we are officially two months away from Halloween. Uh, Today is August 31st as a recording of this. You'll be listening to it on September 1st. And on September 2nd is Halloween Horror Nights, uh, the beginning of it. And everything is set up. Um, All the scare zones, all the haunted houses, 
uh, all the food, everything is out. It's been revealed. It's ready to go. Um, hol- and, it, and it's in full effect. Halloween Horror Nights is in full effect at Universal. So, um, but today we're going to talk about the top five thrill rides. And one, I'm gonna. I, I originally had a plan to start with uh, a different one, but based off of some new news that just came out yesterday, um, Revenge of the Mummy is back. Yes, Revenge of the Mummy is back, and Revenge of the Mummy is one of my all-time favorite roller coasters I've ever been on, um, and for good reason, and I'll, I'll get into that a little bit in a second of why it is my favorite, um, but we're also going to be talking about Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, which is over in Universal Studios, and then we're also going to be talking about Escape from Gringotts, which is over in Harry Potter's side of Orlando, or Universal Orlando Studios, or Orlando Hollywood studio. You know, I just give up. Um, <laughs> there's, there's way too many names. Um, it's over in the universal studio side of, um, Harry Potter. And, and then when we go over to islands of adventure side, we're going to be talking about Velocicoaster and Hagger's motorbike. So let's talk about, um, mummy because mummy's making its return. Um, it's kind of funny that I, uh, it's, it, the mummy returns because it legitimately is return of the mummy. It's coming back. Um, and this is kind of one of those that for days and weeks, people have been kind of like guessing when it was going to open. There was like little kind of like snippets of, Ooh, it looks like they're going to open. And then, ah, it doesn't, they look like they backtracked a little bit. Um, but then over the past week, week and a half, they have really kind of amped up their, possibility of opening the mummy and it's been officially announced yesterday that the mummy is ready to go it is back um and it's going to be active it's going to be ready and i'm assuming my thing is that it's going to be 100 percent fully active after all their test runs and special invites and everything it's going to be active by the opening of halloween horror night so i would say in just a couple of days um but if you've never ridden revenge of the mummy it is one of the most incredible uh incredible roller coasters that you can honestly ride it is just there's certain parts of it where you're legitimately completely in pitch dark um and then there's then all of a sudden you kind of come through these like really cool like kind of like tunnels and hallways where it looks like you're inside of an actual um pyramid and it's just the when you when you look at it when when you're riding this thing you're like holy cow is this thing ever going to end because it's just kind of this endless thing and then one of my favorite parts of this is all of a sudden you stop and there's they do a scene and uh, what it is is kind of a transition scene so they do they do like a scene in there um, you know there's some kind of like magic type stuff you know there's like fire and smoke and all that and then all of a sudden the floor drops. And you drop down, and then you shoot off into this amazing roller coaster ride. Um, it, it's just I, I I don't know how to explain it without riding it. There was a similar ride at Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Virginia, that I went on, and it is it's very similar. It's called the Autobahn, and same thing. It just it has a floor that drops out. It shoots you. Uh, insanely quick and then it's just it's amazing the only difference is like the mummy is all inside it's a completely inside ride so 
Um, but this is a thrill ride. You have to be 48 inches uh, or high or taller to actually ride it. Uh, again, it is temporarily closed, and I do quotations um, because it is it's open for special invites. And then I'm thinking within a couple days, at least by the opening of Halloween Horror Nights, this this ride will be 100% active to everyone. Um, but it's located over in the New York section of the Universal Studios. Um, I mean, throw rides, the restraints, I, I don't even really know how to get into it except that um, thing. But it just, it really, if you really, if you've ever seen like the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser or the Revenge of the Mummy, it, it really it really kind of transports you into that movie. The props that they do, the special effects that they do really kind of immerse you into, into that movie experience. And it's just, it's such a thrilling ride. It is such a cool thing. I'm excited to see what the refurbishment's going to show. If they're going to keep um, like all the same scenes, if they're going to like, you know, keep Brendan Fraser and everything like that. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting. I'm 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 really really excited to see this ride come back, and because again it is it, it's actually the very first ride that I ever rode at Universal Studios. Um, it was just the very first one, and and the only reason the only reason why is that we were walking through New York the first time, and there was like no wait. It was like 20 minutes, which for this ride is practically just a walk on. The 20 minutes is you walking through the queue pretty much, and. Um, I just like, I'm like, yep, let me jump in there. Let's do this. And honestly, it was like the best first ride I could ever possibly um, have. So, oh, it's amazing. Um, but let's talk about uh, Rip Ride Rocket because this is another really amazing ride that you can basically get um, inside the Universal Studios side of it. And you can tell where this ride is because it is the giant red loop um, that you see when you enter the park. So when you come into Universal Studios and you kind of start heading down towards like the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon area, um, you'll, they'll, I mean, you can't miss it. It's a, it's a giant, uh, giant ride. And, um, it is, it's honestly one of the, probably the most thrilling. That first drop on the rocket ride, it, it's just insane. Um, absolutely insane. And, this one actually does have a higher height requirement. You have to be 51 inches or higher to ride this ride. And once you ride it, you understand why. It it does have some insane drops, insane loops. Uh, you, you, I mean, you are just legitimately um, kind of holding on for dear life. Like you feel like you're, you know, you feel like you're going to fly off this thing at any moment. Um, but it's located in the production central, central area of Universal Studios, Florida. Um one of the interesting caveats is I've never seen this before on any ride, but there's a, under the like kind of information part of it, there's actually an area there where it is handicap accessible like all other rides, but they, they put on there that all prosthetic limbs must be removed. So this ride legitimately has so much um, kind of like movement and drops and dips and stuff like that, that they at like, you know, uh, people that have prosthetic limbs are asked to remove them. So, um, it's a pretty insane ride. Um, so what is it? What is this ride? That's the question, right? Um, so it is over 17 stories. Um, that's how, that's how big this ride is. And when you, 
when you first go into this ride, you look at it from like the outside looking in and it's, you kind of wonder exactly how, like how you actually, you know, kind of go into this, but cause it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to explain it without, um, cause it's really hard. But when you, when you look at the ride from the very beginning of it, it looks like a tower and there's a giant tower in it. Um, and then it just comes down into a straight drop right into a loop. Um, and when you're riding this thing, that drop, especially if you're front row, I mean, this is one of those rides you have to be a front row rider on because when you, when you kind of peek over that curve coming down to that first drop, it literally looks like there is just nothing below you. Um, and then you just go and that's the, and like the whole ride is just go. There's no slowing down in this ride. It is just from like start to finish. It's super quick, super fast. One of the unique things about this ride that I really, really love is each individual seat actually gets to choose their own type of music they want to listen to. So each seat has um, kind of like a surround sound type thing. There's two speakers on each side that slightly wrap around um, to your head and you get to choose what type of music. So um, you get to choose from classic rock and metal, pop and disco, country, rap, hip hop, um, or club music. And I think that's a really neat feature because you can have someone sitting next to you listening to some of their music, but because of like the surround sound part of it, you really, you, it really encases your seat into whatever music um, that you decided to, you know, listen to. And it's just, it, oh my God, it's just, it's, it's such a high impact, thrilling, thrilling ride. Um, so some of the fun facts about this ride actually is I kind of mentioned a little bit is that it basically at the top of it, the very highest peak of it is 17 stories over Universal Studios. Um, it is one of the tallest roller coasters in basically Orlando area. Um, and the neat thing about that is that when you're at the top of that, and it's only for a brief moment, when you're at the top of that, though, you have incredible views of not just like the park, but you can just see all around that area. And it is just, it's incredible. It's fantastic. Um, I, I, that's one of my favorite parts about like tall roller coasters is the views you get from the top of it. Um, and it's just amazing. This type of ride has literally never been done before. Um, the rock and ride, it became a record breaker with the world's first non-inverting loop. Um, so this was kind of a one of a kind when they first created this roller coaster and it quickly, quickly, quickly became one of the fan favorites of, um, of Universal Studios. And I, I mean, I see why it's, it's just, it is, it's such a cool ride. I, and this is going to be the hard part about this um, podcast or this episode is that I, there's nothing that I can do to really kind of put into words <laughs> exactly like how this ride actually rides. You have to really, um, you have to like really kind of immerse yourself and feel it, you know, in your own right. I mean, it's just, oh. I mean, it's adrenaline pumping. Like you got the music that's blasting. Um, you know, you climb to a ninety degree angle, and then your first drop is just insane. And you top out on this ride at sixty five miles an hour. So if you ever, if you ever been, you know, if you're a Disney person and really haven't been to Universal, um, to kind of give you an idea of sixty five miles an hour would be test track. So um, test track typically 
um, depending on what type of days there are. If there's wind, test track is a little slower, but on average, you usually get somewhere around 64 to 65 miles an hour on test track. So that is really what you're experiencing, but for the whole, pretty much almost the whole ride, because after that first drop, it's just nonstop. Um, so this is, it's a fantastic ride. It's one of, honestly, one of my favorites. Um, but this ride is one of the, I would probably say, in my opinion, this is probably one of the rides at Universal or even any theme park for the matter that really needs to get more credit and not just for the actual ride itself, but pretty much for like the engineering marvel that they did with this ride. And I'm speaking of Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts. Um, so this is actually over in, um, over in the Universal Studios side, over in Diagon Alley. Um, and if you've been there or if you've seen videos of it, it's the bank uh, with the giant dragon above it um, that um, breathes fire. But um, so what you're basically doing in this, is, and if you've if you haven't seen Harry Potter movies, I ask you why you haven't seen a Harry Potter movie. Um, but if you've seen the Harry Potter movies, you know what Gringotts is. It's the bank that all the wizards and witches and everyone you know puts their you know money and their treasures and everything in. Um, and then you have the goblins that run it. But it's it's known for its massive underground caverns where they have their vaults. Um, so that's what this. That's what this ride is really designed around. Um, you enter basically beneath the massive fire-breathing dragon. The cool thing about this ride and everything at Universal as well is that they also have single riders. So if you know if you're not someone who wants, you know, you're okay with not sitting with you know a a, a friend or you know, loved one that's there with you, you guys could easily do single rider and get on. The only caveat to that is that you miss all the cues, and the Escape from Gringotts queue is incredible. It literally they they transport you into the movie set. It feels like you literally are on set of Harry Potter and it's, it's just incredible. Um, but it basically, the whole point of it is that you journey deep underground and it's a multidimensional ride as well. So there's, um, there's a lot of drops. There's a lot of videos kind of similar to cosmic rewind, um, where, you know, you have a lot of interactive elements to it with like, like screens, um, almost kind of some 4d type stuff too like if there's a dragon breathing like it you know you you feel like you're there um and then as you're basically trying to navigate the subterranean vaults uh, you encounter all the cast harry ron hermione um but really what you're doing is that you're evading and you're trying to get away from like voldemort and bellatrix um and basically any other creatures including all the dragons and what you're trying to do is you're basically trying to escape Gringotts and get back out to Diagon Alley. So the details of it is it's just incredible. And again, the cues for this is probably one of my all-time favorite cues for any ride that I've ever been on. Um, mainly because it really truly feels like you're walking through the vaults um, of Gringotts. Like it, it really transports you into the movies. Um, so this this ride here, you have to have a minimum height of 42 inches to ride. Um, basically there is a supervising companion required, um, and under 48 inches, you basically have to have a companion. So if you, you can be on a 42, but you have to have someone with you. Um, they, they dubbed this ride as a thrill motion simulation, 3d slash 4d experience. I mean, it literally fully immerses you in there. Like if there's a dragon breathing fire, you feel heat, um, you know, 
it's just a really cool there's different smells there's different this and it's absolutely amazing um as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You could do swap, uh, child swap with this one, which is great. As all rides, you could do express pass. Uh, it's just really cool. So <laughs> I, I just keep saying it's cool because, I mean, it really, really is. Um, I have a video somewhere. I have to dig it up um, from me walking through part of the queue, and it was incredible. And I'll see if I can find that and, and do kind of a throwback on uh, our social media. But when you walk into, like, the actual bank part of it, it – like I said, it looks like the movies. You have separate bank tellers, and all the bank teller trolls are all animatronics. So they're moving around, they're writing, they're looking at you. It's just it. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, and I, you know, I've seen all the movies several times. And just and just walking into this, like I said, just honestly, just immerses you right into that feeling of being at Harry Potter. And it's just, it's insane. It's so, so cool. Um, some of the fun facts about Harry Potter, um, or this ride especially, is the actual dragon on top, um, actually, it, it blows out flames. And you can feel it when you're below it because it blasts out temperatures of 3,560 degrees Fahrenheit. So when you're standing below that, and I usually I stand not right below it, but I usually stand off to the side below to kind of get a good picture or video of it, you feel it. It's hot. Um, it is extremely hot, and it's not like a small flame. I mean, it's from down there, it looks like it's probably like a 10, 12-foot flame. Um, it's, it's just incredible. It's such a cool thing to see. Um, some of the other fun facts about this is that um, the chandelier that's in the middle of the Gringotts Bank which, again, if you haven't seen it, you can see pictures, or if you've seen the movie, it's literally the exact replica. Um, the four chandeliers that hang inside the grand lobby of the bank contain 62,000 actual crystals, um, which is, which, again, it's the, the, the attention to detail that you get inside of this ride and just inside the land itself, you, you, can't, you can't match that to anything else. You really can't. Um, yeah, it's just it's a it's really cool. It's such a it's such an immersive thing, and um, I would have to say, like I said, I'm a big Disney person, but the Wizarding Wizarding World of Harry Potter, honestly, is one of my biggest reasons that I became a Universal fan. Um, if it wasn't for the Wizarding World, I probably wouldn't be as in tune with Universal as I was. Um, just because of that. And it kind of made me appreciate the rest of the park just a little bit more. So 
Um, let's take a ride on the Hogwarts Express. Remember, you have to have an Express Pass. So um, if you if you are going to the parks, and this is the travel agent side of me, I do highly recommend to do the Express Pass. Um, the Express Pass is you can do so much in just one day, and it allows you to go on the Hogwarts Express, which I think it, it, it's a it's an experience in its own right. So I highly recommend doing that. Um, but do the Express Pass, hide the Hogwarts Express, and you can take that over to Islands of Adventure, where you go to Hogsmeade. Um, and Hogsmeade brings you to my next roller coaster ride, and that is Hagrid's motorbike. Um, so Hagrid's was one of those thrill rides where it was really fun watching it get built. Um, seeing Hagrid's get built because you were kind of like from the outside looking in, you were like, what are they doing with this, like with this ride, you know? Um, cause it, it just, it was one of those, like you're, you're looking at different things. And for a long time, not even, some people didn't even know that it was a Hagrid's motorbike. They were in the beginning stages of it. They were trying to figure out what it was. And then once it was revealed, then people started really kind of figuring out some other things and going, okay, how, you know, how, how is this coming to fruition? You know? Um, so this isn't Hogsmeade. And the cool, the cool thing about this ride, I think, is the actual seating of it. It's, you know, you if you've seen the movie, you know that Hagrid has a motorcycle motorbike that has a little sidecar to it. And that is your seat. Um, one person gets to sit at the motorcycle, which I guarantee, I, I recommend that. Um, because you get to read, you get to hold on to the motorcycle handles, and it's just, it's, it's such a neat experience. Um, but yeah, so you get, you get someone that sits in a motorcycle, you get someone that sits in a sidecar, and it's again, it's one of those rides that is just completely, completely immersive. Um, height requirements for this ride is forty-eight inches. Uh, there is no companion; you literally have to be forty-eight inches or higher. Uh, anything lower, you're not getting on. And that's basically because of the twists, the turns, um, some of the, some of like the, I'm not, I can't remember the exact terminology for it, but, um, some of the curves and the bends that you do on this, you're legitimately sideways. Um, so it makes sense why you have to be 48 inches for this, because if someone is smaller, I mean, you could easily fall. I can see someone smaller than that falling off this ride. Um, I mean, cause again, you're literally sideways. Um, and it, it's thrilling, especially when you come because that um, that little bend, that curve that goes sideways, it literally, you're coming into it and then all of a sudden it just chips you and jerks you and you're sideways and <laughs> you're literally parallel to the ground and then you come back and it's just, it's a really cool, um, kind of a really cool experience. But so the theme of it is obviously Hagrid from Harry Potter uh, and then you're basically flying uh, on his motorbike through the wild woods of the Forbidden Forest. Um, just outside of Hogwarts. And this thing kind of plunges you into different levels, different areas, um, through like abandoned buildings and kind of really neat animatronic magical creatures that you would see in the movies. Um, and again, this is a very immersive roller coaster. It's not just a roller coaster that you know, you're just on this roller coaster is extremely, extremely immersive. And it really does make you feel like you're flying. You know, it really does make you feel like you're flying on like a magical motorbike. Um, even though you can see the track in front of you, it's just the way that they designed it, the quickness of it, the 
you know, the turns, the drops, everything, it really truly makes you feel like you are um, flying. And <clears throat> if you go to their website, um, all of their rides that I'm talking about on Universal, they actually have videos of all these rides, um, just little like snippets of how they work. Um, but again, just like anything else in there, uh, the theming of these rides are extremely immersive. The massive, massive, and when I mean massive, uh, three-headed dog, I think, what, cervix? 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 I think they're called. I don't even know. Um, that is, like, one of the most impressive animatronics that I've, I've ever seen. It's, it's just huge. Absolutely huge. Um, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so um, it's one of those it's one of those rides that again I, I highly recommend and this is kind of why you need that express pass to go from park to park because you you really need to experience um, you know kind of both and you know that's why I mean you can honestly really you can spend almost a whole day between the two wizardly worlds um, you know, you can go spend like a whole afternoon in Diagon Alley doing a bunch of things and then take the Hogwarts over to Hogsmeade and, you know, spend an afternoon over there. I mean, there's, there's a lot to do, a lot to take in. And especially if you're someone who really, really wants to, um, kind of merge yourself into something, it, it's just, it's highly recommended. It really, truly is. Um, so the nice thing that they did about this too, just kind of touch base before we kind of move on is that they really... Um, like the ruins that are inside of this ride, they really went above and beyond into the detail of it. And it really makes you feel like you honestly are like flying through a bunch of different ruins that are in like right outside of Hogwarts Castle. Um, you do reach up to 50 miles per hour on this ride. So again, it's a super fast ride. But I think the th one thing that makes it feel faster than 50 miles per hour is that your turns and your drops. You have some really sharp turns, really like quick drops, and that feeling that you get from that really truly pushes you um, into kind of this whole new feeling that you're going way quicker than you really are. Uh, it's just, it's really cool. This is also the first coaster in the United States to feature a free fall vertical drop, and it drops you nearly 17 feet. So um, kind of kind of similar to the mummy that I was talking about, um, there's a there's a portion of this ride where the kind of track drops down, um, but this is the uh, basically the first coaster that has that free fall part aspect of it. Mostly, all of them are on like this like kind of hydraulic type thing. This is like a free fall, 17 feet. I mean, it's 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 pretty big. It's neat. Um, also, this is the longest roller coaster in the state of Florida as well at 5,053 feet. And it truly is like when you're riding it, you're wondering if this ride's ever going to end because it's just going so dang quick. Um, the other thing about this ride too is that they also catapult you. So it will catapult you 65 feet in the air at, I think it's just a little bit over a 70 degree angle, if I remember right. Um, and then you basically drop, it drops you backward in literally one fluid movement. It, it's, it, it, it kind of, I, I hate, I don't even know if I, but I, it kind of like tickles all of your senses, you know, um, you know, it, when you're riding this, you're, you don't know what to expect the first time. Uh, obviously if you ride it a second, third, fourth, you do know, but the first time you ride this, you literally don't know what to expect. Everything I'm telling you right here doesn't even do justice to this ride. Um, you're, I'm not ruining anything for you because you still, you still will 
like experiences right and go, what was that? So, um, that was Haggard's motorbike over in Harry Potter. Highly recommend. And I'm leaving, I'm leaving one of the best for last. And it is the newer roller coaster over there in uh, Jurassic World. Um, and this is in the Jurassic Park section of uh, Islands of Adventure. And this is Velocicoaster. Um, wow. Velocicoaster is literally, if you, they did, they did a really good job. And obviously we don't know what raptors are in real life. Um, but they did a really good job emulating like the movement of a raptor into a roller coaster ride. You know, you can kind of envision when you're riding this, you kind of envision that you're on the back of a, like a velociraptor because it's just, it's quick, it's speedy. It's, you know, Oh my God, it's just, it's insane. Um, and if, and if you've seen like the Jurassic world movies, you know, you've seen like their little POV, you know, of like, um, of a velociraptor running through the woods and jumping over logs and rocks. That's what this ride really, truly feels like. Um, this ride here, you have to have a minimum height of 51 inches. So it is, it's one of those, you have to be tall to ride the ride. Um, no, no, no short people or kids on this ride. Um, but you're basically the, the premise of it is that you're speeding through the jungle. Um, basically kind of riding high above the different terrains as a, um, a velociraptor. And, um, excuse me. And you can basically, you board your vehicle for this, um, through the Raptors paddock. So if you also are in, interested in meeting blue, um, the animatronic Velociraptor, uh, you can definitely go do that right here as well. Um, but basically what you're doing is you're, you're kind of alongside, you're feeling the rush of the hunt, um, as you're racing alongside. So kind of like the movies, like where, um, forgot what his name is um star lord i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna call him star lord um is you know riding his motorcycle along with the velociraptors this is kind of what the premise of it is is that you're along with them for the hunt um you know basically like twisting and soaring and yeah uh, it's just it's a it's such a thrilling ride and again it's one of those rides that's super quick um super fast kind of the whole time you're you know kind of flying by the seat of your pants the whole time um, because again, it, it is just, it's, it's insanely quick. And I, that's really all I can kind of say about it is because it has two, two insanely intense launches. Um, and if you guys have been on launch roller coasters, similar to like Slinky Dog or anything like that, where you go from like zero to 60 or whatever in some, whatever seconds, uh, that's what this is. But they have two of them in here. Uh, they have four inversions. Which again, those inversions will, uh, if you're if you're not ready for them, those inversions may make you sick. Um, but it's the the speed of this ride is really what kind of gets you, and it's just it's impressive. Um, if you go to Universal's website, they actually have a really awesome video um, on with, with the Velociraptor or Velocicoaster that actually shows you the making of it, which is in. I think for me, being like a theme park nerd and loving roller coasters and loving just theme parks in general, um, I truly, this is a great little mini documentary they put together because it's it's cool to see how this ride came to fruition. It, it, it's cool to see how they did, you know designed it um, and really kind of started integrating it into the park because as you guys know, 
they've really moved away at Islands of Adventure from the Jurassic Park part of it and really kind of moved into the Jurassic World. So it's really cool to see how they integrated this ride um, kind of into it. And I just, again, I think I think these, and there's a lot of great rides there, guys. Um, there's I don't think there's any really bad rides there. But when I really think about, like, my top five, I had to I had to really concentrate, and um, when I thought about which ones to me, like I I I, I like when I thought about if I only could ride five for the rest of my life at Universal, what five rides would I want to do? And these are like the five rides I would be satisfied if Universal said, if Universal gave me a pass for life for free and said, but you only could ride five rides in the whole park. I would be satisfied with those five rides every single time. I don't think I would get bored of them. I really wouldn't, especially the immersive ones like Gringotts or Hagrid's. Those those are such immersive rides. Even the Mummy, like Mummy's immersive, um, and it's just it's they're they're really great roller coasters. And you know, again, I I love Disney and I'm I'm a Disney bubble person. But when it comes to Disney roller coaster rides, they're great. Don't get me wrong. I love Space Mountain. I love you know a lot of those rock and roller coasters. Is great but i think it's it's done they need to reinvent that um but when it comes to roller coaster and thrill rides universal like they truly have they have their finger on the pulse and i give them massive credit for what they have done at universal especially with the roller coaster part of it so um those are my top five um i am interested to hear what your top five are so if you guys um you know want to leave a comment or even go to social media and leave a comment on our social media let us know what your top five is. I'm really curious because I, I I love to compare mine to other people's and see what other people's experiences are because the reason, you know, the reasons that I like a ride might be different than the reasons you like a ride. So I really want to know. So uh, let us know in the comments. Let us know on social media. Um, I'll even put uh, I'll even put something in our stories after this is released to, you know, kind of get you guys to maybe, you know, answer some questions for me. Um, but yeah, those are my top five favorite throw rides at Universal Studios Orlando and Islands of Adventure. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, next week, we are going to get away from Universal finally. Um, <laughs> I, I've done three back-to-back episodes. We're going to get away from Universal for a moment. And we're going to go to, I know it's not theme park, but we're going to go to the high seas real quick. And I want to talk about um, cruising. And more specifically, I want to talk about um Royal Caribbean cruise that we went on and uh, kind of talk about that as well because again um, travel agents part of me the travel agent side of me um, wants to give you all the information about everything you can do since I could help you book those so um, head over to explorethemouse.com if you have any information or if you want any information on booking um, any type of trips or any other information Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We're trying to really um, kind of make a pre- uh, presence on YouTube lately. So check us out on all of those platforms. And again, um, subscribe, follow us, which will help you get a lot of this content a lot quicker. And also leave a review. If you like this episode, leave a review for us. Tell us how we're doing. And if you want to hear some uh, certain topics, let us know. We'll uh, cover that in the future. We thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you at Universal. Bye-bye.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.